the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. WTC Minneapolis, St. Paul. FM 107.5, K298CO, Minneapolis. Intelligent Radio. With SRN News, I'm Ron DeRockstra. President Trump is in Louisiana this hour, surveying the damage after Hurricane Laura. A White House spokesman says the president's traveling to be with those who have been impacted by Laura and is expected to survey storm damage and receive briefings on the operations and the ongoing relief efforts. This was a tremendously powerful storm. In fact, when it came in, it was actually much bigger than Katrina, I would say. Katrina being somewhat of a landmark, I think, in terms of uh, devastation. But this had more power. This was almost coming in at a five. It was a five, a little bit out offshore. and It came in as a four, but 150 mile an hour. It was up to 185 at one point. I, Officials in Lake Charles, Louisiana, a city of 80,000, warn it could be weeks before water service is restored. Electricity also out. And it could take crews weeks of there to put up new poles and restore power lines. This while in the midst of summer and 100 degree temperatures. This is SRN News. These are the official rules for all contests on Salem Media Group and Salem Communications Holding Corporation stations in the Twin Cities. Collectively, Salem TC from time to time will conduct contests. No purchase necessary to enter or win. If for any reason a prize is not available, a substitute prize may be offered. Winners will be limited to one prize every 30 days. Winners of a major prize will be limited to one every 365 days. A major prize is any prize with a value of more than $1,000. Participants and winners must be U.S. residents that are responsible for any and all taxes. For full contest rules, see this station's website. Hour two of your Northern Alliance Radio Network headliner, Mitch Berg, coming up next. Trump 2024, the world after Trump addresses the aggressive movement seeking to strip away our freedoms, teachings, and values while silencing religious voices and damaging our economy. Stream it today at SalemNow.com and use the promo code Minneapolis to save 20%. Forecast from the Homestead Road Weather Center, a beautiful day, mostly sunny and a high of 77. Tonight, cloudy and a low of 58. This is the Northern Alliance Radio Network, the longest-running conservative talk show in the Twin Cities. It's great to be back in Minnesota today. Political analysis of the good, the bad, and the outright crazy. Now, here's your headline act, Mitch Bird. Welcome back, Twin Cities and World. It's the wind beneath the right wing. The show that says, send us your tired, huddled masses yearning to see red. The Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. My name is Mitch Berg. My blog is shotinthedark.info. The title of this broadcast, the headliner edition of the Northern Alliance. Don't forget Brad Carlson, the closer edition, and my personal fact-checking department uh, is heard Sundays from 1 to 3 here on AM 1280, The Patriot. And King Banyan. Every Saturday morning on our sister station, AM 1440, The Businessman, uh, carries on doing the best economic show in the country, ergo the world, for 10 years now. Every Saturday morning on our sister station, The 1440, together with the Northern Alliance Radio Network. And we've been dominating Twin Cities Weekend Radio for, gosh, just about to turn the corner on uh, 16 and a half years, meaning almost 17 years of taking it to the Twin Cities media, no apologies given, expected, or <laughs> uh, offered. So that's uh, heading for ev- ev- anniversary number 17 here for me. And, of course, Brad Carlson will be 10. Uh, King Banyan heading for 10 here as well. We, we still love it just as much as we did on day one. In fact, maybe just a little more. Anyway, last hour uh, before we talked with the gentleman from District 38, uh, Roger Chamberlain, uh, Donald Rowley and Elliot Engen, who will be posting websites for shortly at shotinthedark.info. We were talking about the sense that I think you're starting to see on the part of some DFLers that people are starting to get tired, not just of anarchy, that's kind of that kind of goes without saying, but to get tired of, of a government, really a ruling political class uh, that equivocates between anarchy and the rule of law. 
and, and has lost sight of what may be government's one truly unambiguously legitimate role, uh, especially at the state and local level, preserving law and order, making society a place ruled by laws rather than by the passions of people, a, a place where people all follow the same basic rules as opposed to ruling by force, which is what a riot is. Now, we read Governor uh, Klink's tweet, Minneapolis, it's time to heal. We must rebuild and recover. Dangerous, unlawful behavior will not be tolerated, he said. But it was. It was tolerated, and in fact, it was invited in as many words to Minneapolis. Not so much Memorial Day week during the George Floyd riots. It wasn't invited per se. It was aided and abetted and tolerated to the point that, that, that it was allowed to establish itself and destroy millions of dollars of private and city property before people got serious about it. So, yes, there was aiding and abetting. But, yes, dangerous, unlawful behavior was not only tolerated, it has been celebrated in Minneapolis and St. Paul, as it has been in Portland and Seattle and St. Louis and Baltimore and other cities around, and Chicago recently. It's been celebrated in a more bald-faced manner, with more boldness, with more aplomb, with more of the same self-assured brio that progressives can bring when they realize that there is not a single hope of any opposition taking any of their power away from them, knowing what they know then. We saw it last October when President Trump held a campaign rally in Minneapolis and Mayor McDreamy tried to charge $500,000 for security while saying in all but as many words, we can't really protect you from Antifa. I mean, if the people decide to gang up, to beat you, to throw things at you. What are we going to do? It's the will of the people. Pay us $500,000, but don't expect us to intervene if six or seven of their masculine types and the men who follow them around chase down your elderly, your five-foot-two-inch women, your uh, those types. Because, by the way, that's how they roll. It takes six or seven of their, quote, males, end quote, to beat up a female. By the way, speaking of which, we'll be talking. Uh, Brad Carlson will have uh, Rebecca Brannon uh, on the broadcast tomorrow. Rebecca, uh, one of the one of the best journalists in the Twin Cities, and she ran afoul of the direct action arm of the DFL this past week while covering the riots downtown. Brad will be talking with Rebecca about that. Rebecca, one of uh, longtime friends of this broadcast. And, of course, we've been talking with other people who've run afoul of the DFL's direct action arm. We talked with some of the victims of the anti-fa assault on the March for Trump in 2017. We talked with our, our good friend Priya Samsundar when she was with Alpha News and, and was being attacked. By the way, a, a five foot six, five foot seven inch woman being attacked by, well, threatened very directly by six or seven, quote, men, end quote, from anti-fa. They like to gang up on people they consider easy victims. Not that I'd mess with Priya if I were them. She could have probably taken out four or five of them easily enough, which is why it took six or seven to follow her to her car. Dangerous, unlawful behavior was tolerated, Governor Waltz. It was celebrated. It was welcomed with a nudge and a wink and a handshake. Minneapolis police were ordered to stand down and let, quote, anti, end quote, fa have its way with Trump supporters who came downtown for the rally. You know this and I know this. It's a lie. Dangerous, unlawful behavior was celebrated. Minneapolis City Council people participated in the violence against Trump supporters in October of 2019. That's a fact of life in Minneapolis. If you come out and are an open Republican, there's a target on your back. And it's a target that it takes six or seven or 10 or 30 or a mob of to do anything about because they're gutless, they're weak, 
simpering little hangers-on, but mobs of hangers-on cause damage. Kind of like the crowds of orcs in all the Tolkien novels. Did Mitch just call Antifa a bunch of orcs? Why, yes. Yes, he did. He'll stand by it. And the orcs came to the Lotus Restaurant, among many other places in downtown Minneapolis this past week. By the orcs, I'm referring to the overeducated, excuse me, overschooled, undereducated, entitled, usually white children of the upper middle class who are behind most of the organized rioting in the Twin Cities, like they are in Portland and Seattle. We'll come back to that in a moment here. Uh, we read the uh, Facebook post of Yom Huen, who was the uh, proprietor of the Lotus Restaurant near Loring Park. He has had enough. Can't say as I blame him. He said he almost shot someone who threw a picture, a uh, brick at a picture of his family on the wall of the Lotus Restaurant and then smiled at him. He didn't, and that's a good thing. Oh, we will come back to that in a moment here because the second half of this hour we're going to be talking about the urge to defend oneself and the, uh, the problems that that brings. The Democrats have to be knowing, have to know that the polling is showing people are getting tired of this. That's why you have the governor bringing out the National Guard in 12 hours instead of 72 or 96 like he did in May. That's why you have people like Mayor Fry putting on press conferences where he actually talks belligerently or at least somewhat decisively about keeping violence at bay in downtown Minneapolis after it's happened naturally. Uh, they have to realize there's an epic optics problem for Democrats, not just in Minneapolis, but nationwide. Donald Trump, as the local media pointed out, as they always do, mentioned Minneapolis three times during his final acceptance of the nomination on Wednesday night. One of his better speeches. I've been a critic of his speaking style, but it certainly works for him. And he mentioned three, Minneapolis three times. Hint, it was not a compliment. Hint further, it was a warning to Republicans nationwide. And there's evidence out there that they're taking that warning uh, to heart, taking heed of it. And the enthusiasm gap, as Sebastian Gorka has been pointing out this past week, seems to be there and growing. Certainly, if you drive across red America, you know, the enthusiasm to get out there and reelect Trump is there. Driving across North Dakota two weeks ago, a state that will go to Trump by almost a three-digit margin in November. I saw epic displays of enthusiasm for the president. I mean, some one, not just one farmer, several farmers, including farmers far from any freeway, because I like to take back roads through North Dakota as I crisscross the state. In the middle of a state where that is going to go, I'm going to guess, probably close to 80-20 for Trump, 70-30 would be a gift for the Democrats. I don't think they'll get the 30. And you still have farmers pulling out all the stops to show their enthusiasm. Yeah, it's a small state with one electoral vote, uh, three, three electoral votes. That should tell you something about the enthusiasm among the Trump base. In the meantime, what are the Democrat base showing enthusiasm for? Great article came out this past Thursday, and by great, I mean deeply disturbing article in a NPR publication, that's National Public Radio uh, publication called Code Switch, subtitled Race in Your Face, by a woman named Natalie Escobar, entitled One Author's Argument, quote, in defense of looting. And Natalie Escobar writes, in the past months of demonstration for black lives, <laughs> there's been a lot of hand-wringing about looting, whether it was New York Governor Andrew Cuomo saying that stealing purses and sneakers from high-end stores in Manhattan was inexcusable, or St. Paul Mayor Melvin Carter saying looters were destroying our community. Police officers, government officials, and pundits alike have bemoaned the property damage and demanded an end to riots. Just this week, riots have burned buildings and looted stores in Kenosha following yadi yadi. But writer Vicki Osterweil's book, quote, In Defense of Looting, came out on Tuesday. When she finished it back in April, she wrote rather presciently that, quote, 
A new energy of resistance is building across the country, end quote. Now, as protests and riots continue to grip cities, she argues that looting is a powerful tool to bring about real lasting change in society. The rioters who smash windows and take items of storage, she says, are engaging in a powerful tactic that questions the justice of, quote, law and order, end quote, and the distribution of property and wealth in an unequal society. This is National Public Radio, the exposed inner id of the extreme left, ergo the mainstream of the Democrat Party. This is their official thought process going on. This is what they have in mind for you and your business and your home and your community. You better pay attention. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. Look at all these options. You can fill an entire warehouse with all the different ways you can stream The Patriot. Top shelf choices include am1280thepatriot.com, our free app, and radio.com. With the extreme weather changes in Minnesota, it can be very unpleasant when the windows in your house begin to fail. But what's even more unpleasant is the three long-winded, high-pressure sales calls you need to sit through to get multiple bids. They tell you their window is the best and all the rest are no good, and hey, I'll throw in a free window if we can write this up tonight. I'm Ryan from My Three Quotes. What if I told you you could get competitive bids from three high-rated local contractors on any window brand after only one short meeting with me? The process is simple. I'll stop by to measure the windows and we'll talk options. Whether it's vinyl, wood, composite, or fiberglass, we'll come up with a job scope that fits your house and your style, and you'll receive the quotes within a week. If you've already had some window bids and were floored by the price, call me. As you'll see from my reviews, my quotes can come in thousands less than others for the exact same window. If you decide to move forward, I'll come back to write up the order and do a walkthrough when it's done. And yes, the service is free. So hop online and visit My 3 Quotes to set up an appointment. That's the number three, My 3 Quotes. Land of 10,000 lakes has an ice ring to it. But actually, Minnesota has more than 11,800 lakes. But who's counting? Well, there's Ann Lake, Balsam Lake, Cass Lake, Detroit Lake, Eagle Lake, Fox Lake, Gull Lake, Hidden Lake, Adam Lake, John Lake, Craze Lake, Lean Lake. But if water isn't your thing, Minnesota is also home to amazing hiking, biking, and more. Find your true north. Visit exploreminnesota.com. Or Lake, Rainy Lake, Silver Lake, Toad Lake, U.S. Lock and Dam Pool, 5A, Boss Lake. For more than 20 years, investigative filmmaker Tim Mahoney has traveled the globe for evidence of some of the Old Testament's most miraculous events. Now, with the Red Sea Miracle Part 2, journey to Egypt and beyond as Tim interviews the world's foremost experts to discover the truth. The results are faith-affirming and fascinating. You must see Patterns of Evidence, the Red Sea Miracle Part 2. To see this powerful documentary and others in the series, go to SalemNow.com and use the promo code MINNEAPOLIS for 20% off. Your business needs leads and sales. There are potential customers online right now looking for what you do. Will they find you or your competitor? You need Salem Surround. The marketing team here at Salem Surround is ready to help your business now. Contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your marketing plan and see how we can help place your advertising message in front of today's consumers. Learn more at surroundmsp.com. Surroundmsp.com. Connecting you with new customers. Get a $1,540 water heater installed for just $770 through this special offer from Champion Plumbing in this station. There's only one half-price water heater. Go to this station's website, click on the More tab, and half-price offers, or call the station now. AM 1280, The Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651-289-4488. Join us, won't you please? By the way, don't forget, Americans from Prosperity Radio, 4 o'clock today. Jason Flores does the voodoo he does, and he does it very, very well. It's a shame he's not, like, right after the Narnia, so we can have that nice four-hour sweep of, uh, three-hour sweep of here conservative red meat. Doesn't matter. Hang out till 4 o'clock. Listen to Jason. Americans for Prosperity Radio. Essential listening in this troubled time. I just said in this trouble time. I'm sorry. I don't know what came over me. 651-289-4488, the number to call. Talking about the Democrat approach to looting. When I say the Democrat, I mean this is, this is expressed in a, uh, a publication of National Public Radio, a website entitled Code Switch. 
uh, an article by a woman named Natalie Escobar uh, about a woman named Vicki uh, Ostermeyer, who is Osterwell, right? Osterweil, uh, who's, by the way, uh, described uh, in her uh, her, uh, her her website as uh, actually her her publisher's website. Uh, let me see if I can find that here real quick. A uh, a writer, a uh, don't 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 where did that go? Uh, a, a writer, an agitator, an editor, uh, basically an academic, one of the uh, class of, of ac- pseudo academic useless mouths that the uh, that the intellectual left fobs off on society. Here, by the way, I've got nothing against intellectuals. It's just when they use their power and their position for such well, frankly, evil as this, that uh, it, it gets me a little uh, upset. Anyway, Vicki Osterweil, who's an academic useless mouth and, quote, agitator, end quote, new book, In Defense of Looting, uh, being interviewed by a proxy of National Public Radio. Uh, Natalie Escobar asks Ms. Osterweil, quote, for people who haven't read your book, how do you define looting? And uh, Osterweil responds, when I use the word looting, I mean the mass expropriation of property, mass shoplifting during a moment, during a moment of upheaval or riot. That's the thing I'm defending. I'm not defending any situation in which property is stolen by force. Oh, that's big of you. It's not a home invasion either. It's about a certain kind of action that's taken during protests and riots. Looting is highly racialized, and the word comes from its very inception in the English language. It's taken from Hindi, loot which means goods are spoke. In other words, they're trying to racialize uh, any description of looting so as to invalidate the idea of defending one's property. We'll come back to that. Uh, Escobar asks, during the uprisings, <laughs> uprisings, that annoys me almost as much as, as plush-bottom progressive yoo-hoos referring to themselves as resistance while running from the coffee shop to their uh, Pilates class, resistance. That was a term that was bought with the blood of much better people than you, resisting people who could actually kill you and your family. Call yourself resistance to my face. I dare you. Anyway, Osterweil responds uh, to the question, during the uprisings of the last summer, rioting and looting have often gone hand in hand. Duh. Can you talk about the distinction you see between the two? Listen to this. This is just psychotic. Rioting generally refers to any moment of mass unrest or upheaval. Riots give a space in which a mass of people has produced a situation in which the general laws that govern society no longer function, and people can act in different ways in the street and in public. I'd say that rioting is a broader category in which looting appears as a tactic. Does this remind you of a not very bright teenager arguing about the difference between heavy metal and hard rock? Osterweil, and I quote, Often looting is a more common among movements that are coming from below. (laughs) <laughs> it tends to be an attack on a business, a commercial space, maybe a government building, taking those things that would otherwise be commodified and controlled and sharing them for free. And, and the interview goes on. It's absolutely noxious, but I'll get down to the, the, the spoiled red meat of this whole thing, or maybe it's tainted tofu of this whole thing. I don't know. Uh, Escobar asks, quote, what would you say to people who are concerned about essential spaces like grocery stores or pharmacies being attacked in these communities? Osterwell responds, when it comes to small business, family-owned business or locally-owned business, they are no more likely to provide worker protections than, in context, the likes of Walmart. They are no more likely to have to provide good stuff to the community and big business. It's actually a Republican myth that has, over the last 20 years, really crawled into even leftist discourse that the small business owner must be respected, that the small business owner creates jobs and is part of the community. But that's actually a right-wing myth. A business being attacked in the community is ultimately about attacking like modes of oppression that exists in the community. It is true and possible that there are instances historically where businesses have refused to reopen or come back, but that's part of the inequity of the situation, that people live in places where there is only one place where they can get access to something like food or medicine. That question assumes, well, what if you're in a food desert? But the food desert is already an incredibly unjust situation. There's this real tendency to try and blame people for fighting back, for revealing the inequity of the injustice that's already been formed by the time they're doing the fighting. This. I will be posting at shotinthedark.info on Monday. 
This is a mission statement for the modern radical left. Ergo, the mainstream of the Democratic Party in the era of the squad. The idea that that which you produce through your own hard work, and and we'll talk about whose hard work it is in a moment here, is is less important than than the myth that these people put out there that this this the, the the channeling of the anger in the democratic party's benefit by the way in in the benefit of statism of socialism is more important and that it's only property oh and by the way the the myth that rioting or excuse me looting comes from below actually there is some truth to that because the people doing the looting the actual hauling of TVs out of stores. When you look at the video. It looks like they're people who are not necessarily the haves of society. Well, yeah, that may be true. But the people leading the rioting, the people, le- <laughs> let's, let's take it all the way back to its core. Let's, let's peel that onion all the way down to the core here. The people organizing the, quote, peaceful demonstrations that serve as the delivery systems for the rioting that serve as the door opener for the looting, are, in fact, the entitled, spoiled, overschooled, undereducated, children of the political class, people like Vicki Ostermeyer, by the way, people who say things like, they're no more likely to have to provide good stuff to the community than big businesses are, with a straight face. People who have, to paraphrase Dennis Prager, spent a lot of time and money getting an elite education to become that stupid. The, quote, protesting and the rioting that serve as the delivery system for the looting is a product of the political class, is a product of the people who who benefit politically, or at least want to benefit politically, from the dislocation, from the misery, from the <laughs> to build their political sinecures on the backs of the poor, of the people of color, as they refer to them, term I despise, by the way, of, of the poor, of the immigrants, of the people who live in neighborhoods like East Lake Street and my Midway. And you can tell that, and I've said this half jokingly and half deadly seriously before, you can tell that it is the spoiled children of the political class who led the rioting because in and amid the burned out buildings and looted stores on University Avenue, my neighborhood, Sparky, Allianz Stadium, (laughs) the playground of the upper middle class center left in the Twin Cities has not so much as a splash of graffiti on it. It sits there pristine in the middle of that field of concrete that is ever expanding as the owners have taken the opportunity to foreclose on the businesses around them that have been ruined by the rioters that played right into their hands. Ha, huh. go figure. When Natalie, uh, excuse me, when Vicki Ostermeyer writes, well, this is a tool of people who have no other way forward. It's easy for her to say because the rioting inevitably, nearly without exception, happens or at least happens first, not on the Miracle Mile, not at the Galleria, not at the Whole Foods on Selby Avenue, where these people congregate. They happen on the, the neighborhoods of the poor, the immigrants, the 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 African Americans who've been built and and, Asian, and Vietnamese immigrants like the, the proprietors of the Lotus restaurant who were looted out on Wednesday night. It's their neighborhoods that get looted. While pseudo intellectual puffery like Vicky Ostermeyer's gets its platform on national public radio, the official voice of the inner id of the extreme left, ergo the Democrat mainstream today. This is what they think. 
This is what Governor Waltz's supporters, the people who put him in office, think in their heart of hearts, every last one of them. You scratch the surface, you will get this from them. As long as it's in those crummy neighborhoods where the immigrants all work. Not their neighborhoods. They're not coming to Mankato. <sighs> More on this when we come back. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 12A, The Patriot. Go nowhere. Be right back. Warning, warning, warning. Once you taste the Rack Shack's Patriot Burger, other burgers will never measure up. Hey, I'm Nick Anderson, General Manager of AM1280 The Patriot, and we've partnered with my friend Keith Hitner Sr. from the Rack Shack Barbecue to create a burger worthy of the Patriot name. It's a half-pound burger that's red, white, and blue through and through. American cheese on top, and the American flag proudly waves over the bun. The Patriot Burger comes with your choice of any of our delectable sides, like our famous hand-cut fries, all just for $12.80. Best burger in town as far as I'm concerned, and it's $12.80 anytime, any day. Try today at the Rack Shack Barbecue at the Cedar Cliff Center at Nichols and Cliff in Egan. Be careful. Once you try a Patriot Burger, you may never go back to a regular burger. That's the Rack Shack Barbecue at RackShackBarbecue.com. Get that Rack Shack attack. Rack Shack Barbecue. Oh, 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 yeah. Relief Factor. Effective pain relief that really, really works. How do I know that I don't have a script? I don't have talking points. I live it. I've been taking it for a year and a half. I had a lower back pain issue that had been plaguing me for nine years, almost a decade. I took Relief Factor for two weeks. Yes, two weeks, and my pain was gone, and it's still gone. That's the experience of tens of thousands of Americans who are taking Relief Factor right now. Don't take my word for it. See their incredible video testimonials at relieffactor.com. And then find out for yourself if this incredible drug-free product could work for you as well as it does for me and tens of thousands of Americans. It's so very, very simple. Go to relieffactor.com, order the three-week quick starter pack. It'll be at your door in three days or less. And I guarantee, Dr. G's guarantee, if you take it morning and evening, as do I, for three weeks, by the end of that time, you will know if it works for you like it works for me. Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-218-9520. 800-218-9520. That's 800-218-9520. <laughs> oh, how perfect. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. 651-289-4488, hashtag Narn Show. Oh, yeah. <laughs> how perfect is that? Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 12A, The Patriot. The Democrats, from top to bottom, are doing their best to excuse the rioting, the looting, the evil, the enslavement of those who achieve in the form of, of acquiring property by, by commerce, something they consider a vile, evil thing, or at least not as noble as, 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 as seizing it by force, legally or otherwise. One of them, one of the most powerful among them, is Minnesota's House Majority Leader Ryan Winkler. <laughs> A thought that still just amazes me. 
who gave us, I swear to God, sometimes if I, if Ryan Winkler didn't exist, I, a conservative wag, would have to invent someone like him. But God is good. He sent Ryan Winkler down to earth to give people like me a fountain of material that never dries up. It's been eight years now that Ryan went with a brief gap while he fled the country after one of his malaprops. He fled the country, came back bigger and more powerful than before for now. And he just keeps on giving. In in the wake of the rioting in downtown Minneapolis and the deployment of the National Guard, Ryan Winkler, writing from his snug, safe home in suburban Golden Valley, you know, far from where working people are having their livelihoods destroyed by his political class, Ryan Winkler, quote, quote, Nobody should be proud that the National Guard is patrolling our streets, Paul Gazelka. Paul Gazelka, the Senate Majority Leader, a good Republican, had posted a tweet uh, giving an attaboy to the National Guard for patrolling downtown uh, in the wake of the rioting. Nobody should be proud that the Guard is patrolling our streets. You should be ashamed for protecting privilege and supporting a president who uses dangerous rhetoric, intentionally divides us, and makes us all less safe. Trump's America is deadly. Protecting privilege. Let's talk about the two points there. Supporting a president who uses dangerous rhetoric, intentionally dividing us? You mean like jumping on Twitter in the immediate aftermath of a near tragedy when an immigrant driver of a gasoline truck who missed a barricade that the Department of Transportation didn't put up in time, thus sending him barreling up 35W to the north towards a illegal demonstration on the 35W bridge, which he saw at the very last second because of the geography of the approaches to that bridge and slammed on the brakes on 40,000 pounds of fuel and truck and swerved madly to avoid hitting people except for the morons who jumped into his path trying to become martyrs to their boneheaded cause. But the boneheadism was not done because Ryan Winkler, our House Majority Leader, got on Twitter before any facts had come out. Any facts! The most blatant violation of Berg's 18th law I have ever encountered in my life, and I've seen them all. And Ryan Winkler, I hasten to remind you, a Harvard-educated lawyer. (laughs) I mean, if there's anything that has devalued a Harvard degree more than, I don't know, Matt Iglesias or Ezra Klein... Ezra Klein was Princeton, wasn't he? As anybody who's done more to devalue the Ivy League degree, swear to Cthulhu. Anyway, uh, Paul uh, Ryan Winkler goes on Twitter and, and says the truck was driven by a white supremacist who was aimed at mowing people down. Dangerous rhetoric intentionally dividing us. Yeah. This is, by the way, the the House Majority Leader who got on you know, inadvertently was photographed flipping the one fingered salute to Scott Jensen uh, when he was commenting about some of the unscientific aspects of Governor Klink's coronavirus response. The one fingered salute. Uh, so dangerous rhetoric, intentional division. Just saying. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the guy. By the way. A extremely white Ivy Leaguer, a state legislator, referring to one of the most distinguished jurists of his generation, of our generation, as an Uncle Tom, because he's a black Republican, of course. There's nothing a Democrat hates more than a black Republican. A a black man who has achieved against insurmountable odds immensely, immense respect by anyone who's not a complete idiot. President using dangerous rhetoric and intentionally dividing us. (laughs) Oh, protecting privilege. The privilege that comes from, let me guess, the expectation 
that you pay your taxes to a city to provide the basic services, including yeah, law and order. Something that you pay whether you are a white businessman or a black businessman, Asian, Latino, anyone. You pay taxes to the city with some expectation that you're going to get some return on that, quote, investment, end quote. That's privilege. (laughs) To which I respond, you're darn tootin' that's privilege, Representative Winkler. The privilege that you expect being part of a community to confer the benefit that the community protects, (laughs) the community you support in turn protects you, whatever your race, whatever your creed, whatever your political party, for that matter. That is a privilege. You bet your overeducated posterior it is, Representative Winkler. I'm sorry, overschooled, undereducated posterior. Because, yeah, it is a privilege. And like all privileges, you don't get more by taking other people's away. If it's a privilege for me, I will work overtime to make it a privilege for you too, Ms. Immigrant Businesswoman, Ms. African American Vendor, Ms. Arabic, uh, Mr. Arabic Immigrant Running a Food Stand. It's your privilege too. Privileges are best scattered about with wild abandon, like throwing candy from a parade float. Not taken away and rationed out by the political class. Represented by Ryan Winkler. By the way, I've urged Representative Winkler to give me a call and discuss this tweet, among others. Oh, 651-289-4488, Terminator. And if Representative Winkler calls, give me the high sign, put him right on the line. Uh, I, I will get him on stat. Uh, we clear on that, Terminator? Yep, we got it. All right, excellent. So we are, uh, oh, by the way, do we still have Bob on the line here? Uh, yes, we do. We, let's uh, let's take a quick call because right, we're not done with Ryan Winkler. Bob, in Shoreview, uh, you're on the line. Go right ahead. Yeah, Mitch, uh, what if all this rioting and looting has been based upon dangerous rhetoric or misinformation or at, even at best, uh, information that hasn't been presented accurately. Like the courthousenews.com yesterday posted an article saying that George Floyd in 2019 stuffed drugs into his mouth before the fatal 2020 incident even occurred. Oh, we have we, we need to talk. We need to spend a whole show talking about updates to the George Floyd situation. By the way, thank you for your call, Bob. Uh, you're absolutely correct. Uh, we, we're getting false information. And some of that false information, by the way, comes from no other than Ryan Winkler, because not only is his uh, opinion about the uh, the the uh, the National Guard completely wrong, but, oh, the most inflammatory episode this past week, one that deserves its whole hour, but 15 minutes is all we'll get. Oh, we'll, we'll come up with that here yet. Let's go to uh, Mark in St. Louis Park. Mark, you are live and on the air. Go right ahead. Mitch, another great show. Just a quick uh, one for you. I think it was a 2010 State Fair. I can't remember, but Ryan Winkler was speaking at the CCO booth. Yeah. So he gets off the stage, and I, I confront him, and I said, uh, uh, I was very offended by your remark regarding Clarence Thomas. Yeah. And he said to me right to my face, with all due respect, sir, you should be more offended by his decisions than my comment. And just walked away. Yeah, with a he, nasty attitude. I'll he, hang up and listen. He is—he is certainly a smug little fella. And, and I say this as someone who who tries to treat people with all due respect, and fails frequently, and especially when I deal with someone who who is that that very very full of himself. Uh, I, I'm sorry. And yes, speaking of someone with a healthy ego, yeah, I get a little full of myself too. And yeah, you want to cut me down to size? Go for it. But I'm cutting Ryan Winkler down to size, and, and all the more so for this tweet, which may have been uh, the the worst tweet of the week. Worse, in fact, than his uh, shouldn't be proud of the National Guard. And, hey, I'll give him points. At least he didn't call the National Guard a bunch of 19-year-old cooks, like Governor Klink did. But this other tweet, in the wake of the most inflammatory episode of, of the week, in which uh, 17-year-old Kyle Rittenhouse has been accused of first-degree homicide in Racine, Wisconsin, for an episode about which, well, may, about which Berg's 18th law may well have been written had it not been written over 10 years ago. 
Uh, in other words, anything you hear about any emotionally fraught event, especially shootings like that, from the media should be distrusted and verified and probably ignored for the first 48 to 96 hours, if not more. And we saw that in spades this past week. Ryan Winkler tweets, and I quote, this is what white supremacy looks like. In, uh, in regard the apparent, at the time, apparent shooter see on video walking away from the scene with an AR-15. But Ryan Winkler was wrong. An evergreen statement if there ever was one. By the way, Representative Winkler, again, the invitation is still good. 651-289-4488. What the heck? I'll take it past the news if I have to to get you on the air. Northern Alliance, 1280 The Patriot. AM twelve eighty, the Patriot. Cool voiceover, zany sound effect. Uh, we were gonna write a flashy promo about streaming us at radio.com, but considering how easy it is to do, we'll keep it simple too. Listen to the Patriot on the free radio.com app. I'm on my third child and also on my third vehicle at Invergrove Hyundai. I'm Christelle from Mendota Heights. Did my research on high rated vehicle, good value, and that brought me right to Hyundai. So now I'm on my third and also my third child. Uh, which brought up the need to upgrade the vehicle again. So now I'm in the Santa Fe. And Hyundai brings a lot of features to the table for not a lot of money. And considering I'm taking my kids in the vehicle, it's also a really highly rated vehicle as far as safety. So Invergrove Hyundai was able to work out just a great deal. The staff and the salespeople really did uh, close the deal for me because everyone has been just a joy to deal with. Through September 8th, get 0% financing for up to 72 months plus no payments for 90 days on Tucson and Santa Fe. Every new Hyundai comes with America's best warranty, 10-year, 100,000-mile limited powertrain, and Hyundai Assurance. Stop into Invergrove Hyundai or shop online at InvergroveHyundai.com. Join Gene Sullivan each week on Where You Live, where he takes on... Uh, Gene, who do you take on anyway? Maniacal landlords, slippery renters, overbearing HOA boards, demanding homeowners. Oh, and the legislative lunacy brought on by local politicians wanting to fix everything for us. It's a common sense perspective on the news and stories that affect you the most right where you live. Join Gene Sullivan every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. on AM 1280 The Patriot. I like a bed that's really firm. I need something a little softer than that. Rest easy. With the Sleep Number 360 Smart Bed, you can both adjust your comfort with your Sleep Number setting. Can it really help me fall asleep faster? Yes, by gently warming your feet. Okay, but can it help keep us asleep? It senses your movements and automatically adjusts to keep you effortlessly comfortable. Sleep Number, proven quality sleep is life-changing sleep. And now all beds are on sale. Save 50% on the Sleep Number 360 Limited Edition Smart Bed, plus special financing on all smart beds. Ends Monday. To learn more, go to sleepnumber.com. Special financing subject to credit approval. Minimum monthly payments required. See store for details. Do you need plumbing repairs? Call Paul Bunyan Plumbing and Drains now to get a Patriot-only special. Get $100 off any repair or installation through Labor Day. If your faucet isn't flowing or your toilet isn't flushing, one of their legendary technicians will come make sure your plumbing is working correctly. And only for Patriot listeners, save $100 off the cost. Available through Labor Day. Certain restrictions apply. For details, visit heypaul.com. At TwinCitiesTuitions.com, we recognize that this school year was a little different. As you look ahead to a new chapter this fall, TwinCitiesTuitions.com will be here to help with half-price tuitions for first-time students. To see a full list of partnering schools, visit TwinCitiesTuitions.com. AM 12A, The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651-289-4488. Further evidence that I need three hours a day on the air every day nationwide. Because to me, the top story of the week, if you're a conservative, well, one of many top stories, there are, there are so many, uh, happened uh, this past week in, in Kenosha, Wisconsin. Of course, the rioting broke out. Of course, there was a deeply contested uh, uh, shooting, not not a killing. I mean, the, 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 the African-American man who under very 
highly, hotly discussed circumstances, was shot seven times in the back by a Racine policeman, is still alive, and here's hoping he stays that way. There are many questions about the exact circumstances of the shooting, whether he was or was not going for a knife, whether or had in his hand the whole time, whether or whether or not he was trying to commit suicide by cop in, in, uh, in, the, in the wake of a, of a parlous legal situation, much like the, like the person who was falsely reported in Minneapolis to have been shot by the police on Nicollet Mall. He actually shot himself in an episode so so ghastly and badly reported that the city of Minneapolis decided to release the footage of the suicide to the public just to show the throng of bobbleheads destroying Nicollet Mall. That in fact it wasn't a police shooting at all. The police didn't even draw their weapon or didn't fire a single shot. Nonetheless, uh, there the 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 big marquee episode of your Second Amendment advocate was the episode in which seventeen-year-old uh, Ryan uh, Kyle Rittenhouse, rather, uh, who was erroneously well, virtually every factor of the story has been erroneously reported at least one place. Or another. Uh, he was 17 years old. He had an AR-15, which, by the way, is legal. You can get, you can be a 17 year old in possession of a long arm in Wisconsin, even in Racine. Uh, you can you can you can go someplace and attempt to protect property, although that is highly uh, legally dangerous. Uh, we'll get to that maybe in a moment here, if time permits. In fact, it may be worth an entire hour here shortly. Uh, given that we're probably looking at more riots in the Twin Cities in the near future. We are also, uh, he was also reported, as Ryan Winkler pointed out, this is what white supremacy looks like. (laughs) Uh, By the way, uh, other uh, progressives in the Twin Cities reported that as gospel as well. They were wrong, as always. All three victims, (laughs) victims, all three people shot by Kyle Rittenhouse were white. Uh, all of them had, by the way, violent crime records or sex crime records. Uh, Kyle Rittenhouse was uh, indicted for, or actually charged, not indicted yet, for first-degree homicide, among a plethora of other charges. And Berg's 18th law is in full effect. We don't know what happened. The reporting on both sides is likely wrong, whether you're talking about the mainstream media, the progressive media, or even the conservative media that are there. However... And by the way, there are a few things in the law more fraught than trying to plead self-defense, especially for something this emotionally charged in a place, as, uh, in, in a situation like this, and especially in a city as, as dominated by idiots as the Twin Cities is. But the circumstances of the first shoot, of the second shooting, rather, where one white progressive was shot. Uh, after after beating Rittenhouse over the head with a skateboard, and a second was shot, had uh, serious damage to his arm after waving a gun in Rittenhouse's face as he tried to run away. The first shooting, apparently, according to one witness, happened when the first attacker, rioter, threw a Molotov cocktail at Ryan at uh, Rittenhouse and some other defenders of a of a Racine area business and missed. And allegedly, Rittenhouse shot him, hit him in the chest, killed him, performed first aid, called the police, ran away as the... By the way, there was allegations another shot was fired first. I'm not going to say this is a good legal situation, but I'll tell you what. I hear this from a lot of conservatives. I get it. If you're a business person, a law-abiding person, a a resident of a place like Minneapolis or St. Paul or, or Kenosha... Did I say Racine? I meant Kenosha. I mix the two up. You might be getting a little tired of being slandered, treated like a villain, a a sucker, a a pop sociology uh, punching bag. And seeing the way our spoiled, entitled, upper middle class, overschooled, undereducated, progressive thugs and children of our political class uh, behave, the depredations they wreak on our society, especially if you have the, the, the temerity to be a business person, especially a small immigrant or minority business person in a tough little recovering neighbor, you might just be mad and not in a mood to take it anymore. You might even take, I see this happening all the time, people taking the Second Amendment of the Constitution at face value with its implied empowerment to defend your life, your family, your property, your community, 
your years of investment into your business and your freedom itself. And I'll tell you the truth. I feel it too. Thursday night after Memorial Day, as the destruction came to St. Paul, I walked down to... I walked down to the, the drugstore on the corner, saw the glasses broken out, saw all the little white boys in their riot wear running past going to finish off my local pharmacy. And I felt it, the urge to sit on my porch the rest of the night with a cocktail and a book and some ugly black insurance under a blanket next to me. I mean, I would have, except all my guns fell in the lake and uh, they terrify me. So I would never, ever buy a gun, much less use one. It's even more overwhelming when you have a government that, at least here in the Twin Cities, feels to be like it's on the wrong side. Yeah, the urge is there. And I know people who have undertaken this urge to get up and strap up and find some bit of real estate to defend. Yours, someone else's, doesn't matter. Here's the problem. As as we've talked about in the past, we will no doubt talk about again, (sighs) self-defense. as the late great Joel Rosenberg said is only is best done when you have two options die or have your life completely ruined because firing shooting in self-defense taking a life in self-defense especially is going to ruin your life financially socially so many ways you don't even know talking all tough is fun believe me it's therapeutic But self-defense is something best undertaken with training and with information, with eyes wide open as to the risks you're bringing to your life, your family's life, your own future. That's part of the problem. The other problem is, yeah, the other side wants a revolution. You heard it in the the article with which I started the hour here. Uh, The people are saying, yeah, looting is just part of our policy. Uh, This is just our way of getting the change we want the way we want it. They want a revolution. And as we've discussed in the past, driving everyone from the middle to the extreme may not redound to the left's benefit, but they think it will. Be careful in these times, folks. Yes, we have a Second Amendment for a reason, but it's not to be used indiscriminately or without an absolute maximum of information for which you should stick with me here, folks. Thanks for tuning in. God bless you all. God bless America. My part-time service in the Army National Guard makes it possible for me to be more for the community I call home. I'm a better neighbor because my service has taught me how important it is to be a team player. My training helps me in my classes when I give attention to detail to the task at hand. My service in the Army National Guard allows me to keep my country safe from threats. Learn more about how you too can live and serve part-time by visiting NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Minnesota Army National Guard. Aired by the Minnesota Broadcasters Association and this station. George Floyd's death sparked national outrage and propelled the country to confront issues of race and justice like few times before in our history. But between partisan politics and protests, the question remains, are we tackling the issue of race in America honestly? Tough questions like this are here to stay and demand fair and truthful responses if we want to move toward a better collective future. That's why we're bringing national media host Larry Elder together with author and commentator Candace Owens for a -a one-of-a-kind virtual event called Unbiased, Unvarnished Truth Behind Race in America. Stream Unbiased live on September 17th as Larry and Candace share personal stories and present a straightforward account of the real issues of race in this country. Don't miss this important discussion in a pivotal season in our nation. For details and tickets, visit am1280thepatriot.com. Unbiased is brought to you by Roof to Deck Decoration, the Christmas lighting people. I'm Staff Sergeant Mark Anthony I'm Madrid. Staff Sergeant Smith I'm Staff Sergeant Alex I'm Staff Keeley. Sergeant William Lewis, and I am proud to defend my family and our nation. The Air Force Reserve is part of the story of this great nation. I'm grateful that I have a chance to wear the uniform of the heroes that went before me. I'm proud to be part of a team that helps make a difference in the world. Every day, men and women from communities across this nation serve as reserve citizen airmen. Even as technology evolves and changes, our commitment to defend and protect this nation remains steadfast. We celebrate those who have served and those who are proudly serving. We celebrate our proud history and look towards an exciting and uniting future. 
Our mission is to fly, fight, and win in air, space, and cyberspace. And I'm proud to be a member. And I'm proud to serve in the United States. And I am proud to protect our country. Proud to serve in the U.S. Air Force Reserve. AFreserve.com. The team at Blue Ox Heating and Air wants to make sure you're prepared for the hot summer ahead. That's why right now, when you buy a new high-efficiency furnace, you'll get a high-efficiency air conditioner for just $27.95. Plus, zero money down and no interest or payments for 18 months. Visit GoBlueOx.com for details. Blue Ox Heating and Air, providing legendary service and legendary care. AM 1280, The Patriot, is WWE.